Alright, so uh, we are doing chapter 21, Srimad Bhagavatam. The gopis glorify the song of Krishna's flute. So last week we had done about the autumn and the winter festivals and various things that are happening in Vrindavan. So today we are doing about Krishna's flute. Very interesting chapter. <clears throat> Sukhdev Goswami said, Thus the Vrindavana forest was filled with transparent autumnal waters and cooled by breeze perfumed with the fragrance of lotus flowers glowing in the haze, glowing in the clear lakes. The infallible Lord, accompanied by his cow and cowherd boyfriends, entered that Vrindavana forest. The lakes, rivers and hills of Vrindavana resounded with the sounds of maddened bees and flocks of birds moving about the flowering trees. In the company of the cowherd boys and Balrama, Madhupati, that is Sri Krishna, entered that forest and while herding the cows, he began to vibrate his flute. When the young ladies in the cowherd village of Raja heard the song of Krishna's flute, which arouses the influence of Cupid, some of them privately began describing Krishna's qualities to their intimate friends. The cowherd girls began to speak about Krishna. But when they remembered his activities, O King, the power of Cupid disturbed their minds and thus they could not speak. Wearing a peacock feather ornament upon his head, blue karnikara flower on his ear, a yellow garment as bright, brilliant as gold, and the Vajanti garland, Lord Krishna exhibited his transcendental form as the greatest of dancers as he entered the forest of Vrindavan, beautifying it with the mark of his footprint. He filled the holes of his flute with the nectar of his lip and the cowherd boys sang his glories. Now the flute over here is a very interesting uh, instrument. Flute in the spiritual world talks about the nadi. You know, there are, we have nadis. Now the end po- point is called the sushumna, the last one. The beginning we have the Muladhara, where it begins all and it ends at the Sushumna. And there are total seven holes as we say. And cannot hear anything. Oh, is that, is that a problem? So I, I don't know, maybe it's something wrong with my laptop or computer? Or is it with uh, Google? Okay, maybe we can uh, pause it, pause it. Can't hear, boss. So, we were talking about Krishna and uh, and in Krishna's domain, the flute. Now, normally the flute has various holes, you know. The holes in our body are comprising of the different uh, nadis. Basically, where the point where the different levels of chakra operate from there exactly over there what happens is we have different colors we have different sounds you know there are seven sounds you have heard of sare gama padhani sa you know padhani likewise we have seven colors correct seven colors are there vibjar as we call it likewise we have i know these are various things which describe that aspect in this world. Likewise, there are seven layers in the universe and uh, 
we have to traverse that to reach a certain place so in krishna's flute also you will find all those exist now when krishna plays the flute do you know where he plays from have you seen krishna playing a flute from one end and blowing through the other end you will never see him like that you know you can never see krishna's flute which is straight like yes if you seen it is like this okay it is held sideways and he blows through the second layer okay. second okay so there is a hole over here and then he is blowing through this and then there are those other ends and it is open from both the ends now i am sure you know you must be wondering why he is not having the long flute which has got you know one end is from which you blow it's not like that the reason is because our nasal cavity is just near this particular portion which is this chakra so when you blow when the air is sucked in from here it goes through this nadi goes inwards and then comes upwards and is released see it's a very very simple phenomena that is there so imagine our entire body is held this way okay the head is on this side and i'm blowing in the second all right so you will find that this phenomena is very interesting now i think you will know how the flute looks like you are nothing but the flute you know and being the flute you have the grace of krishna krishna is blowing through your this nadi over here and it enters you and it comes out and it gives beautiful sounds right and you will say why the sounds are coming from you i'm sure you know again you will find that the sound comes from here we have our vocal cords so you will find that when he plays them no yeah there are different different layers levels which are activated which are put in motion and the float of krishna is a very interesting thing now what happens when the gopis listen now who are the gopis gopis are called the devotees the devotees of krishna so when krishna is playing the fruit think about it like this in olden times there was one very great saint okay the name was kabir when kabir used to sing doha everybody would listen right similarly you will find that when mirabai used to sing everybody would stop and listen to her likewise in the spiritual world when the spiritual talk goes on you will find that all the devotees are listening very intently the gopis listen what happens to all the gopis they go mad with ecstasy going mad with ecstasy means getting lost in devotional aspect with the lord so now we uh, see this four five lines that we did now you have getting a different way of looking at it correct so how does this look like so now how does krishna look like he is wearing a peacock feather ornament upon his head on his head 
he's got a peacock have, have you seen peacock has one eye in the center the peacock feather has one eye have you seen that various hues that are there colors that are there there are seven colors again you seen there are seven colors good his head blue karanikara flower on his ears he's got on his ears like this you know he's keeping flowers those who have gone to bali i've seen you know they have put flowers on the ears like this <laughs> so you put even in us even in india also we put flowers in our ears like this it is when you go to the temple what happened with your two hands you are praying like this okay sometimes you have a pagadi sometimes you don't have a pagadi so what do you do whatever the priest is given or whatever you take from there either you put it on the head water or something or you put in your ear and rest you can put in your mouth in your mouth will go the prasad in your ear will go the flower on the head will go the water now you will ask me why all these three different things have you have you ever wondered why water on the head ha huh? that is ganga basically if you remember from shivji's domain comes ganga so you always do tirtha is over here no you drink and you put over here right right guys correct yes. and on the ear we have flower what is the shape of the flower <laughs> what is the shape of the flower have you seen every flower is like this okay you see the flower any any flower in the world you know whichever flower it will always be like this it's a receiving thing you know and inside it are the petals sepals all those i don't know all those you know anther stamen stigma whatever everything is over there is basically shaped like a ear is listening like that and then we have the third one which is the prasad it has to enter your stomach rest of the things don't need to enter your stomach why because purification of this what what happens purification has to happen so when you eat the prasad it goes to your stomach it is the kund is a place where you do the sacrifice so every time when you we go to the temple or some such place we are doing this kind of things without our own knowing you know we don't even know why we are doing all those things okay so now i think you got a little explanation from this so now let us go ahead and see what krishna is doing and he is wearing vajanti garlands vajanti is another type of a flower Lord Krishna exhibited his transcendental form as the greatest of dancers. Now you know one of the greatest dancers. Every time when uh, you know Arangetram, all those things are there. Oh, Bharat Natyam and all. You know the kind of dance that they do, like this, like this, all that hand shaking and leg shaking. Who is the greatest dancer of all? Shivji. Yeah. <laughs> Shivji is one of the greatest dancers, by the way. Yes. We call him Nataraj. those who go to chidambaram will see nataraja over there so the form of shivji actually shivji comes in two forms one is a very benevolent one and one is a very dangerous one and one he performs a very very dangerous dance by that by the way when he was doing this dance he was he was holding his dead wife you know in his hand like this on his top of his head and he was dancing and that is a time when pralaya could happen okay and uh, one of the most difficult things for vishnu to do was to cut a cut the dead body into small small bits 
You know how difficult it is? His wife is dead. Sati. Alright. And Shivji is holding her on his head like this and dancing. And that is called? And that dance, you know what it is called? Tandav. You have heard of Tandav? Yes. It's a very dangerous dance. I mean, it's, it's a dance where the pralaya happens actually. That's the end of time. Right? Now, when he is dancing at that time, she, you know, Vishnu, very surreptitiously, he is cutting off portions and portions and portions. So, there are certain places in India where the portions fell, they say. And one of them is in Assam. It's 20 kilometers from Gauhati. Okay? And this place is Kamarup. Okay? There, the yoni fell. The tongue fell in another place. The body fell in another place. And all these places became Shakti Peet. Right? So there are various, various Shakti Peets over there. In Kolkata we have... Yes, in Kolkata also we have Kali. In Kali Ghat as we call it. There is one more. Yes. Then... The, yes. yes. Jala Mukhi is there, Kamakya is there. Kamakya is the one in Assam that I said just now. Yes. So like that there are. So anyway, coming back to Krishna's dance. Now Krishna is a very benevolent form. He is not doing all those kind of dangerous dances. Okay, he does very nice dancing. His dancing is normal. Have you ever seen him standing straight by the way? Krishna never stands straight. If he, if he ever stands straight, he will become Vishnu. Krishna is always Teda. He is S form, S. If you see, Krishna is always bent like this. And his leg is also like this. He never sits also straight. He will be like this, cross-legged or one foot on the other and something like that. So, Krishna is always dancing. He never can be uh, keeping quiet. So, he was, he entered the forest beautifying it with the marks of his footprints. The footprints of Krishna are there also in another place. If anyone goes to Haridwar. Why the place is called Haridwar? It is Hari. Hari means Krishna or Vishnu. Dwar. Door. The door to go to Hari. Okay. Now, you know, uh, when we celebrate the Vaikuntha, what Vaikuntha what? We do that one, uh, one day when that Vaikuntha Dwara opens, you know. Alright, in Tirupati we do that. So anyway, Haridwar is another place. If you ever go to Haridwar, there is a place which is called Harakipauri. That means the feet of Krishna. Pair, pair. They are sunk inside that water. It's a small kund, small body of water where Brahmaji had prayed to with Krishna and said, you know what, you should not go away from here. And so he had put his foot over there and those who are able to swim in inside are, may be able to see. I don't know, I have never seen. I sat on the bank over there and I collected one bottle of Sprite with water. <laughs> I have one Sprite bottle inside, there is water and I brought it. It's called Yeah, so like that, so you understood. So, Krishna's feet are very very important. Why are they important? Because from the feet flows the Ganga. 
I think two days ago when I was talking, I was telling you all what the Ganga signifies. He filled the holes of his flute with the nectar of his lip, and the cowherd boys sang his glories. O King, when the young ladies in Praja heard the sound of Krishna's flute, which captivates the minds of all living beings, they all embraced one another and began describing it. The cowherd girl said, O friends, those eyes that see the beautiful face of the son of Maharaj Nand are are certainly fortunate. As these two sons entered the forest, surrounded by their friends, driving the cows before them, they hold their flute to their mouth and glance lovingly upon the residents of Vrindavana. For those who have eyes, we think there is no greater object of vision. So, according to the Vrajvasis, what is the most important vision? Is to visualize Krishna going behind the cows, playing his flute and dancing away over there while he is going. He has got that more punk on top of his head. It's a visual, it's a visual display, you know. So it's very interesting. Dressed in charming varieties of garments upon which their garlands rest and decorating themselves with peacock feathers, lotuses, lilies, new-grown mango sprouts and clusters of flowers, flower buds. Krishna and Balram shine forth magnificently among the assembly of cowherd boys. They look just like the best of dancers appearing in a dramatic stage and sometimes they sing. My dear gopis, what auspicious activities must the flute have performed to enjoy the nectars of Krishna's lip independently and leave only a taste for us gopis, for whom the nectar is actually meant? The forefathers of the flute, the bamboo tree shed tears of pleasure. His mother, the river on whose bank the bamboo was born, feels jubilation and therefore her blooming lotus flowers are standing like hair on her body. Okay, now again describing the flute. The flute comes from which plant? The bamboo. You know, it's it's like a reed. Inside it is hollow. Alright, so it is made from the bamboo. So, it's describing the bamboo over here. O friend, Vrindavana is spreading the glory of the earth, having obtained the treasures of the lotus feet of Krishna. The son of Devaki, the peacock dance madly when they hear Govinda's flute and when other creatures see them from the hilltop, they all become stunned. So, everybody gets intoxicated by seeing Krishna hearing to the flute also. Blessed are all those foolish deers because they have approached Maharaj Nand's son, who is gorgeously dressed and is playing on his flute. Indeed, both the doe and the buck worship the Lord with love, looks of love and affection. Krishna's beauty and character create a festival for all women. Indeed, when the demigods' wives flying in airplanes with their husbands catch sight of him and hear his resonant flute song, their hearts are shaken by Cupid and they become so bewildered that the flowers fall off their hair and the belts loosen. A very dangerous chapter over here. So imagine, there are all the other demigods, they are flying all over the place. Okay, and when they hear Krishna, what happens? They cannot keep control over themselves. They also want to run away. Okay, so very dicey situation, isn't it? (laughs) Now, sounds very corny, you know, sounds very, very strange. What is this? What kind of a God is this who is intoxicating everybody? 
You know something very interestingly, Krishna is called the Supreme Divine Consciousness. You know that? The Supreme Divine Consciousness uses sound as the energy for intoxicating everybody. Alright? The first thing is the sound. The eyes, if you see, how many times eyes were mentioned over here? Eyes are also there. There is a beautiful way of walking, the way he talks, the way he does. All these kind of different activities. Now, when we all look at it from our spiritual perspective, we should know that the intoxication is when the sound of the divine appears within a human being. That means what? When a person reaches the state of enlightenment, there is no, you know, goddess on this planet earth who can never get attracted towards Krishna. That means what? Goddess means powers. Powers or which we call it potency. You know potency? Potency means the powers that we have in us. So when the Supreme Divine Consciousness is such an attractive phenomena, you will find that when a man reaches the state of enlightenment, every power in his body, every power that is there in his being is bowing down to him. He is bowing down to him. That means every power is at his beck and call. So whether it is, you know, the power of knowledge that we talk about, the power of money, the power, whatever, any kind of power that is there, any kind of potential that is there, it will always be at the feet of Krishna. And all the gopis are nothing but potencies. They are powers which are there at his beck and call. They are always getting intoxicated by him. Intoxication, see when you get intoxicated what happens? You don't have a mind by the way. You know that? When a person drinks, <laughs> you will always find he will do whatever that... No mind of his, absolutely is lost all his brain that time. No function. And he just does whatever, you know, you, you know, many times in India you have seen people lying on the road. After they are fully tight, what happens? They are just lying. They think they are sleeping very peacefully and there must be some nice bed over there. But they are lying in the gutter over there. Today morning also I saw one person. He is lying on the gutter and he is bothered about it. And people around him are coming and going and nobody cares. Unless and until his family comes to know, oh, somebody is lying over here, then they will come and pick him out. Otherwise, nobody cares. He is comfortable over there, he is lying over there, and people are passing up and down. Nobody cares. It's, that is what happens to a human being. So, intoxication is the highest level in, in Krishna's domain. To get intoxicated means to get completely lost. You don't have a mind, state of a mind. The Cupid. Now, here we have understood the hearts get attracted. Their hearts are shaken by Cupid. Why always the heart? You know, heart is always uh, denoted towards, you know, what is called as love. When we, I, I know in school and college also, when you are, when you are saying I love so and so, so you will draw one heart and send it. Okay? Or one arrow through the heart. Uh, we have always done these kind of things. Okay? Now the heart is also the organ for love, supposedly. Okay? But a heart is a pumping organ. It pumps blood. Okay? Send one arrow through it and you will be dead, by the way. <laughs> so, what is this arrow? Arrow is 
actually not nothing connected with the real arrow in that it's called the the cupid's arrow cupid you know that small fellow who flies with the two wings i'm sure you have seen him you know and he is always carrying one arrow and bow and an arrow by the way his his arrow is not made of some metal or something like that it is made out of flowers <laughs> it is flowery arrow it is not <laughs> yeah and when it hits you it's actually like this you know you feel oh, okay fine so what happens is there is a flutter in the heart flutter like that there is a flutter in the heart you feel very lost in something and you don't know your breath becomes slow or fast or whichever <laughs> whatever slow means you must be afraid of that person fast means you don't know what is happening so maybe some one of those two happens at that point in time the heart is taken over literally and it's also called the emotional organ by the way but it is nothing to do with that heart so it is not the heart that we talk about it is called the antar inner being the inner portion of our body it is not a heart heart okay so we have the inner being or the innermost occupant and that occupant is our very beautiful emotional aspect in our life you will find that when you become emotional it reflects on your mouth you'll seen on your face and you sometimes sweat okay in your mouth what happens there is a flow of saliva when you are fearful no saliva <laughs> reverse phenomena okay you will find that your mouth becomes dry when you get angry or you become afraid right and the reverse happens when it is what when you are hit by the you know the arrow of cupid and then what happens saliva flows by the way you know what happens you keep on eating saliva after that okay i mean i should not be talking about all these things all will everybody will get scandalized so <laughs> so now you understood the interesting phenomenon and we have never thought on those lines today you know till today nobody thinks ki what is this happens so now you are understanding the cupid all these these are nothing but very very demonstrative features which happens within us so the heart is the place where the emotions are coming out like this and then inside the heart lives this very very great person as we call as krishna all right so now i hope you understood now let us see using their upraised ears as vessels the cows are drinking the nectars of the flute song flowing out of krishna's mouth the last line i did not do by the way now if you want i will continue that line and i will do <laughs> last line means last two words i didn't do but I, that words will be important for this line so i will do them okay so drinking the nectar of the flute songs flowing out of krishna's mouth the cows their mouth full of milk from their mother's moist nipples stand still as they take govinda within themselves through their tear filled eyes and embrace him within their heart again when you are actually in love another phenomena happens the phenomena is the heaving of the breasts happens okay why because those who are lactating mothers those who have milk flowing through their uh, breast 
the milk starts flowing automatically you know when you are a very small baby just you are crying or just you are you know a little bit of saying ah mummy like that your mother's milk started flowing it is flowing out of love so understood so now imagine this entire being over here in the in the chest is all pointing towards the heart and from there what all things are happening so here the last one thing is what they mentioned over here and their belts loosen i didn't do these two words now you understand belts loosening and then what happens to the cows the cows are also flow overflowing with milk when krishna's you know when this you know the krishna's flute is being played that means when the devotional aspect rises in a person when a person reaches the state of enlightenment at that point in time all these things are literally visible and happening at that point in time all right oh mother in this forest all the birds have risen into the beautiful branches of the trees to see krishna with closed eyes they are simply listening in silence to the sweet vibrations of his flute they are not attracted by any other sounds surely these birds are of the same level as the great sages at that point in time what happens when the krishna's flute is playing you will find that everything else around him has become still that means the the birds you know the birds have also stopped chirping the birds have their own sounds isn't it but they will not they will not say anything neither the cows neither the goats no none of the animals around him including the human beings everybody is listening and everybody is wanting to go towards him this is what happens it is something which you will find happens you know those who are in love what happens their hearts blossom we say no and you get attracted towards the object of your love that means suppose now chitti sir if he has a girlfriend and today just now you know the phone rings and chitta is looking at the phone Tew! like that what is going to happen chitti ai 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 you know like that and chitti's mind will not be in this his chitti's mind is gone cupid twink like that somewhere else it is gone so his mind his body is all attracted in that direction he is not even listening over here so he is only listening to the voice or to that particular person that's it so exactly what krishna's world is like when you get intoxicated with the words of krishna with the way he sings the way he does things you are completely drawn towards him and that is what they are also saying about the birds the birds are literally like the sages when the river hears the flute song of krishna their minds begin to desire him and thus the flow of the current is broken and the waters are agitated moving around in whirlpools then with the arms of their waves the rivers embrace murari's lotus feet and hold on to them present offering to of lotus flowers in the company of balrama and the cowherd boys lord krishna is continuously vibrating his flute as he herds all the animals of vraja even under the full heat of the summer sun seeing this the cloud in the sky has expanded himself out of love i just now was telling you no expansion out of love you'll find the breasts are heaving they become big you'll find that even your you know you also feel as if you know you are literally drawn for breath 
you also feel like that so something like that happens in this universe as well the clouds in the sky have expanded themselves out of love he is rising high and constructing out of his own body with his multitude of flower like droplets of water an umbrella for the sake of his friend so who is doing this the cloud he is creating a canopy on top over there the aborigine women of the vrindavana area become disturbed by lust when they see the grass marked with the reddish kumkuma flower powder endowed with the colors of krishna's lotus feet this powder originally decorated the breasts of his dear beloved and when the aborigine women smear it on their faces and breasts they give up all their anxiety now think about it krishna's feet are walk is walking on the grass over there I, there was no shoes and all okay no nike and all that at that time imagine krishna wearing a nike and going no sir he was just walking and he had red feet you know red feet because they used to put in uh, in kolkata you know they put alta alta you have heard of a l t a alta in in north in north in the place where the uttar pradesh and all those kind of places also they put that red color vermilion on their feet and normally those who have seen you know during lakshmi puja what do people do they draw feet no they draw feet in red that is the feet of lakshmi which comes inside your house we draw that in most of the households you must have seen that na so krishna's feet were colored colored by alta the red color vermilion and when he used to walk on that imagine that his feet are walking on the grass imagine the feet becoming in you know, a actually in you know, a red and everybody is picking it up and literally holding it like this even in tirupati or wherever you go you will find that people are literally touching like this you know those who touch the feet of the lord they will do like this like this like this they do like this isn't it what are they doing they are putting their hand on the feet and touching it and doing this this is ashirwad ashirwad and this is i love you ah. <laughs> we don't know that see when we do that also even if you go to church you know what you do yes you put it near your heart also nobody nobody understands that why heart okay the heart of jesus christ likewise the heart of krishna like that right so so they put this kumkuma powder all right and this powder originally decorated the breast of his beloved now this is some phenomena which i can't discuss over here so <laughs> we will go ahead proceed further <laughs> of all the devotees this govardhana hill is the best oh my friend this hill supplies krishna and balrama along with their cows cows and cowherd friends with all kinds of necessities water for drinking very soft grass caves fruits flowers vegetables in this way the hill offers respect to the lord being touched by the lotus feet of krishna and balrama govardhan hill appears very jubilant you know you do one govardhan you have to go right round govardhana by the way if you ever go to vrindavan and all those places brajbhumi you have to take one round of govardhana okay it's a very interesting phenomena you will come across various kinds of ponds over there various kinds of temples over there as of today and the whole place is abuzz with people they are all going right round okay so you can also do my dear friends as krishna and balrama pass through the forest with their coward friends leading their cows 
they carry ropes to bind the cow's rear legs at the time of milking when lord krishna plays his flute the sweet music causes the moving like entities to become stunned and the non moving trees trees to tremble with ecstasy these things are certainly very wonderful uh, this is some phenomena which again occurs now i don't know those who have gone to the villages they have seen you know when if you want the cow to be you know milked at that point in time they tie the legs also okay so that the cow doesn't run otherwise what happens there is a small bachcha na he will come and he will eat drink all the milk and you will have no milk in your tea by the way what so <laughs> so that is the reason why they have to keep the bachcha away okay and then the cow is getting milk now here what happens is the cow's teats are literally flowing with milk okay uh today's day and age i mean to find those kind of cows are very very tough because we we have only genetically modified kind of cows available they will be fed some you know genetic stuff what modified something and then only what milk we drink is not real milk sir it's all yes it's all made out of hormones you pump hormones in a in a cow and you draw milk from her like you pump hormones in a in a chicken and you get eggs from her like that it's happened today it's a very dangerous situation but anyway during olden times the teats used to overflow and the cows were stunned they were just standing over there you know i don't know you know in at least three four places in india there is a, a there are temples where you know the sage was sitting under some tree or something like that and you will find that every day i mean it is there in the mythological books a cow would come and stand on top of that small mound hill that ant hill and her milk would form direct fall directly it is mentioned in many many places you will find that there is this phenomena happens so the milk flows automatically where love is concerned that is the reason why it is like that thus narrating to one another the playful pastimes of the supreme personality of godhead as he wandered about in the vrindavana forest the gopis became fully absorbed in thought of him so what happens to every gopi every gopi gets intoxicated by whatever you know they keep on talking to each other oh krishna has come he is doing like this he is doing like that they keep on talking they keep on singing his glories and this is the way in which their love grows so we have come to the end of this chapter the gopis glorify krishna's flute and next chapter is another uh, very very naughty chapter why what does krishna do krishna steals the garments of the unmarried gopis <laughs> so we are going to do that you know next week not this week so because there is no time left now we just have about 7 minutes to go but this is a very uh, this all these thing all these chapters they form a portion of the gopi gita they form a portion of the chapter on love of krishna and uh, those who are literally the devotees of the lord will understand this very very effectively the rest of the people will not find anything interesting in these chapters they will say okay okay this is one of the chapters he is doing all his uh, gol bangal over here no <laughs> he is not he is not a, see he is doing all wrong things whereas it's a very very interesting chapter you will find that all sages you know literally all the sages have you ever noticed the way they talk or the way they are completely lost in their self 
they are full of love they are full of that you know that blissful state of theirs if you look at them if you look at buddha you look at jesus you look at sai baba or you look at any of these people you know they are full of that that love but we cannot understand that love because we also have to love back to get that love we can see the love flowing from one side but from our side also we have to give and that is why we say na you have to stand like the cows and the birds in stunned admiration then only you will find that love and then the love will flow from you so this chapter was all about love in the next chapter also is full about love about love only because he is going to talk about how the gopi's clothes are robbed now what it means we will do that next week okay so till then just now i will stop over here and in, if you have any questions you can ask me okay so we shall